Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Off the Long Run, the cricket podcast covering all things local cricket all the way through to international. I'm Jackson Fry. I'm joined by my co-host, Dylan Widgway. Dylan, welcome again, mate. Thanks, Jacko. It's good to be back in another uh, episode two of Off the Long Run. Mate, fantastic. Uh, cricket's back. It's great. The weather's nice and sunny and warm around Melbourne, although a bit of rain over Sunday and Monday, but um, we've got all the you know local crickets back in, in the swing of it, and... Um, Mate, you went from zero to zero on the weekend. Yeah, we won't talk about my performance, Jacko, <laughs> but um, Karen Munns had a good win, so that was the main thing. And uh, you were back playing yourself. Uh, yeah, good to be back. In a pracky against Frankston. So yeah, we, we, had a go there. we had a convincing win against Frankston, the practice game uh, at home. Round one this week against Kingston Hawthorne for, for my team, Casey South Melbourne, so I can't wait to uh, get back in. It's been long nine months or eight or nine months out, out of the game and um, sitting around doing nothing, so it's good to be back, mate. I bet. And, um, yeah, it's good to have local crew back, as we said last week. And it, we're right into the swing of things now. So there's no um, – the cobwebs have been dusted off. You know, most local sides have had um, two games. Um, so we are back in a swing event. Zero so, COVID cases. Man. And we are. The bars well, are open. We can have a beer at we can. certain grounds. Karen, well – Out in the shed. Out in the shed. <laughs> but, um, no, it's like this. It's beautiful down at the, uh, at the Roy Dawes. Just watch out for the mosquitoes. <laughs> now, you got a few MPCA scores to cover off, mate. We'll quickly whiz through. We'll quickly whiz through the... Uh, we have the got rip. a guest coming tonight, Tom yes, Smith. We, we hope he will join us yes, in the short Tom week. Smith from Bomb Beach, uh, English fella, so it should, we'll be good to get Tom on. Provincial scores from MPCA. Um, start with Mornington, Langwone. Um, pretty convincing win for Langy, but we just want to touch on Matt Prosser again, who's taken six for 13. Um, on the back of his five for four or something last week and got 33 runs as well to his name. So Pross has taken something like uh, 11 wickets for under 20 runs this year to start the year. So um, that's pretty pretty impressive from Matty Pross. So Lange, a comfortable win there. Lange, it's like favourites from Peninsula Old Boys or Old Peninsula who beat Man Eliza. Uh, Baden Powell pumped Red Hill and Baxter pumped Sereno. Now Sereno, the reigning... Premier's zipping too. Not a good start. No, not a good start. Not a good start for them. So leagues. Um, it's it's hot at the top. It is. I might drift away. Drift away at the bottom. At the bottom. And then Peninsula scores. We've got Heather Hill running over Main Ridge pretty comfortably. Pines beating Miraduck. Long Island over Seaford Tigers and Somerville comfortably over Flinders. A few teams getting getting their pants pulled down. It's fair to say. Definitely is. In the district, the one result that we we like to see is Caram. Flogging Delacombe Park. Yes, great Co- to see. The new captain coaching great form uh, with a 66-run victory. Dramana beat Pearsdale comfortably. There's a lot of worries for Pearsdale. Rosebud beat Crib Point and Frankston YC, their first win coming up, beat yeah. Hastings. We'll quickly go through the subbies results before some, we move on. good results in the subbies. Well, on uh, individual terms. Um, Mount Martha, too good for Sky. Rye v Seaford scores aren't up, but Seaford won and um, McQueen, seven McQueen seven for eight and got twenty odd out. So um, as a, Sean Foster said on on Facebook, well, I think he wins performer of the week, Ryan. I think Ryan or, does. Yeah, he does. He just about wins across Australia, I think. Um, it <laughs> and he bowls. He bowls in the part time. Well, club. it's not it's not seven for eight sort of bowling, <laughs> but well done to Ryan. Well done to Ryan. And um, who else have we got there? Bonio beating Belnairing and. Karen Downs convincing over Ballon Park. And yeah, Gordon of... Waterfall's a Premier One's cricketer, so oh. to have him playing in sub district MPCA, it's big. It's a big drop, and he'll do very well. So and Cornby with eighty three retired hurt, so he probably would have would have gone on to get hundred. So that opening stand was worth 
I think nearly 200. Tory's um, hamstring is a word on the street. So, yeah, unlucky to call me there, but some pretty convincing results really across MPC8. Mate, and the DDCA was back in uh, back in action on the weekend. So it the, sure was. I want to cover off the top grade. Um, Berwick, who uh, the reigning premiers, easily accounted for Narry South. Um, Matt Chasemore, who is a star player, he was uh, 40-odd not out and saw the, saw the boys home. Uh, in the other game, Springvale South defeated HSD. Um, Hallam defeated St Mary's and Buckley Ridges defeated North Daniel. Some seriously good cricketers in that comp, so... It's so one to keep an eye on. It sure is. Now, have we made it, how's our guest looking for the, this evening's show? We haven't heard from him, but we will get him on. Yeah, um, see, um, I think he's he's very professional about his career. He loves getting down the nets about five times a week. so Which is good. No Not doubt. that it hasn't helped him make a run, but that's no, a, and in this heat, those bloody palms would be struggling. Oh, would they? Why? <laughs> under, under the lid, Tommy would be, um, he would be struggling. Um, while we're speaking about palms, I've got a couple of friends listening, so... Well, that's Elliot, good. Elliot Macfield in England, if you're listening. Shout out to all our listeners. It's, and, and to all you palms out there when it's four degrees and snowing and you're in lockdown, well, guess what? We're out of lockdown. It's 30 <laughs> degrees, so we'll stand away. Go and get nicked. Josh, <laughs> Josh Shaw, likewise. I know you'll be listening. Um, yes, nah. You, you, are, you were hanging. They hang shit on yeah, us all the time. Our, they were giving us grief yeah, about our lockdown. And, and uh, we've probably returned, sir. Lucky fellas. I don't know if we can swear on the show, but sucked in. Yeah, sucked in. So. <laughs> Mate, the CSB top division results, uh, you can quickly run through them. Not a good day for Bomb Beach, which we'll touch on with Tom when he joins us. Sure will. Parkdale comfortably winning over Bentley. Uh, Carnegie over Hampton. Murrumbina flogged by Bomb Beach. Bomb Beach all out for... Flogged se- Bomb Beach, sorry. Yes, uh, Murrumbina flogging Bomb Beach. Bomb Beach all out for 75. And South Caulfield in a in a relatively good game against Bo Maris. That's, um, that's match of the round, for sure. Match of the round. So, yeah, big one out of there, Bomb Beach. Um, being absolutely flogged, which... Tommy won't be happy about it. No, Tom won't be happy. It'll be interesting. Now, mate, yours, Tom Reeves, who will be enjoying the shout-out, got 100 in the second. Yes. Will we see him? Young Reeves, he's, um, he's, he just, he's still going on about it. He's putting up statuses. Today, shot Reaver. Saying shot Reaver. So, so he's pretty happy with his own performance. His Apparently he was out on Sunday night causing havoc and, yeah. No. Not knowing that bloke, he probably hasn't slept for three. He's probably no. celebrating his 100. So. I want to see him step up to the first 11. So oh, when we get Tom Smith on, we'll ask him about that. We will ask him. Um. But that's sort of covered over the main results of the CSB, the MPCA, uh, the DDCA. They're, they're probably the three. And main... sub, subby, subbies. Subbies, yeah, we can, we can have a quick look at subbies. That was we'll back this year. Brighton, uh, Brighton had a, a resounding win over in Dever Hills. Ricky Damiano, who we will be able to get on the show as well. Um, they chased down, I believe. Oh, hang on, I'll just get the scores up. Bear with me. They chased down. A... We'll have a look at the southeast uh, competition. I'll quickly restore it. Yeah, Brighton, none for 83. Damiano, 75 of 27 balls. 75 out of the 83. They, they, so they will finish very early. Seen him at beach balls. He's a super player, Ricky. Noble Park beat Elston Week. Ormond beat Croydon. Malvern smashed Moorabbin. Baldwin beat Bayswater. Caulfield beat Oakley in the local derby. And Mount Waverley beat Box Hill. So good to have sub, good to have cricket back, and yes. especially the sub-district comp, which is a very good one. Um, yeah, we'll be able to get Ricky Damiano now. Next week, mate, I might be able to tell you, but guess Damien Wright, who's a former first-class yes. cricketer and coach of the Hobart Hurricanes, assistant coach of the Shield team in his day, and a former Karen resident and Casey South Melbourne player. So Wright, he's, I keep in contact with him a fair bit. and Listener of the show? Well, he soon will be. He'll, He'll be. I'll, I'll give him the heads we, up and have to be when he's, um, we'll get him on. So he's no. a guest for next week. Now, any any news mm-hmm. before we move on, mate, from Tom Smith? 
Uh, Tom Smith yet to um yet to uh, answer the phone or reply back to any messages. So we'll we'll carry on with a with a few of our uh, little segments we've we've bought in this year. Well, this this week or not segments, but some things to talk about. Now starting tonight is the women's big bash finals campaign with the stars, I believe, against the scorchers. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll go to my phone now and double check. But that's been I've been quite enjoyed yes, the Stars versus Scorchers tonight in the semi final one. So Stars, I think they've only lost the one game this year. So and Lanning and Villani up at, at the top against Devine and Mooney, who are incredible cricketers in themselves. So it's a, it's gonna be a good battle at the top of the orders for the in the WBBL tonight. And that's something I haven't watched a lot of, Dill, but nah, finals are the good time to uh, is, it is jump good, on. Good to watch in. And then in the other final, it's Brisbane Heat v Sydney Thunder, that's on tomorrow night and then the final on Saturday night. So, um, yeah, I've been watching a bit of the WBBL and it's um, it's really good. It's it's women's games grown so much in the last in the last few years, especially in Australia. And that um, standard, yeah, standard is is um, it's lifted yeah, immensely, which yeah, is good for cricket. So, uh, and the extravaganza of the BBL, which we won't see any games pretty much pre-Christmas in yes, Melbourne, but geez, it goes big. It does. So first game will be on the 10th of, I think that's meant to say January, I've written December. 10th of, uh, sorry, kicks off on the 10th of December, and there's no games in Melbourne until the 14th of Jan. And, and then, then we've got 11 in 12 days 11 or 11 in 12 days in Melbourne. So I think just about all, all of the eight sides will be... And your stars will be choking it up as usual. We're uh, <laughs> Sunday the 17th on it. We'll be there, mate. We're at the, uh, we're at the G. Bring your wallet. <laughs> we'll be at the Rural afterwards for anyone that wants to join us for a beer. So <laughs> hopefully celebrate the Renegades win. Although the stars have had the wood over us, except in grand finals, which we don't we won't touch on for Dylan because you might get a bit upset. But oh, it, uh, it'd be great to have cricket back in Melbourne and crowds, more yes. importantly, I believe, which are the backbone of the game. Now... Mate, you're big on the, the, the three internationals for the yes, well, BBO, think, and I like it. It's an extra player coming in. I think they can and it's name... And it's hopefully a good quality one instead of two, now three. Well, yes, they can name, sign five, but obviously only play the three. So most sides are just about full now. Um, I'm just going to get the squads up now. So the strikers internationals are Danny Briggs from England, who I don't know a whole lot about, I must be honest. Sussex. Sussex. Yeah, played with Luke Wells, left arm spinner, very good player. Um, Rashid Khan, who we we know a lot about, yeah. Afghan leggy, who claims he's 22, but I reckon he's about So, 40. again, and we spoke about this last week, the exchange program between Jason Gillespie, he gets blokes, Sussex, Sussex and... And Phil Salt is the other one. Another Sussex another player. Sussex, They're so. all Sussex players. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the three from Adelaide, and I think they can sign another, another two yet. Um, so that for me there, I don't know a whole lot about Briggs. Salt's very hit and miss up the top, and very so you know what you get with Carney. Yeah, <laughs> probably bowl you four overs for less than twenty every game, and he can very capable of whacking some with the bat. He's exciting to watch with the bats from those very little flick shots he does. Innings against, I'm going to say it was against the Renegades, was it at Marvel, where he was doing all sorts of funny stuff. With yeah, he was, he was doing some weird shit all over the place. Geez, he hits them well. Um, now the Heat. Tom Banton, who opened the batting. Lewis Gregory, uh, another in, uh, yes. another Tom. Not yeah. sure where he's. Don't know a lot about not, him. Not sure about Lewis Gregory. Maybe my friends from England can uh, fill us in about him. Dan Lawrence from England. Also, not not quite sure on what Dan does either. And Mujib Uraman from Afghanistan, who's 
played the heat. UJV of, yeah, played, yeah, played the heat the last few years. Just young. Yep. Right arm, whatever he bowls. Yes. <laughs> right arm, take your pick. Uh, the Hurricanes have got Colin Ingram, South Australia. He's a, quite a good T20 player. Will Jack from England, not sure about South him. Africa, Colin Ingram. Yeah, Colin Ingram, South Africa. Will Jack's <laughs> England. Um, Sandeep Lamachane, now a former star. He's jump ship. Jump ship across with Peter Hanscom to the, the mighty Canes. Looking strong, the Canes. They are looking strong. And West Indies, Chemo Paul. Don't know about him. No, I'm not sure about him either. Now, the renegade, your mob, young Afghani, Noor Ahmed. Can you tell us about him? No, I don't know a lot about him, but looking forward to seeing what he brings to the table for the boys in red. Now, I've just got a message through here. Lewis Gregory is no good. Well, well, <laughs> thanks to who, Elliot. You thank you, Elliot. Choose your mates up early. Uh, he worked night shift, so he's, he's okay. just stayed up for the for the podcast. So, well, there we go, Lewis Gregory, if you're listening, then don't blame us. We haven't seen you and we're not judging you, but apparently you're no good. <laughs> now, Noor Ahmed. Jacko, tell us about a little Afghan. Don't know a lot about him either, if I'm honest. Has he played I think, I, and I international think, cricket? I, I, I'm honestly not too sure. And I think uh, Baba Nabi, is he listed as well? Is he yes, playing? he got Nabi. Yeah. I don't uh, know a lot about the others, if I'm honest, still. But... Riley Rousseau and Tahir from South Africa. Well, yeah, so, so I know a lot about Riley Rousseau. And he's a... Imran Tahu, he's 41 leg spin. I think we, we touched on him last week. Yeah, so he's a freak. Um, that'd be good. I'd be looking forward to having that back on the tellies every night, drinking... Couple of quiet ones while the sun shines, mate. So, um, yeah, they're the, they're the internationals. And then we've got stars. We've got Bearstow, Zahir Khan, Afghanistan. I think he's similar to Rashid Khan. He bowls leggy, I think. There's a lot of talent coming out um, of the subcontinent. And Nicholas Purin, the West Indies keeper and opening bat. So, yep. got Bearstow, Purin and um So the stars, are, they're unbackable favourites. Can't lose it. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. They can't. But for me, I think the best squad in the, the comp, is the Perth Scorchers. Now, Livingston from England, top order bat for Lancashire player, he gives it a whack and can bowl. Little tweakers. Joe Clark, not sure about him, also a pom. And they've got Colin Munro from the Kiwi, so he can he gives it a good biff. Um, now, we've just got Tom right. Smith um, right. called Jacko now, so word. he should be only five, ten minutes away. So it'd be good to have a chat with Tom. He's played... That's right. Played some second-class candy, uh, candy cricket, and he's played a couple of candy games, first 11 games, oh, uh, subfielded for England. You know, I believe in Ashes, but I probably am wrong. So um, Tom will have some good stories, and it'll, um, it'll be good to good to have one. He's played, what is it, four, 14 seasons of cricket in a row now, Jacko, between England and Australia, just about. I think he's had seven mm-hmm. seasons in Australia, so Tom will be... Um, yeah, this is his sixth season at Bomb Beach. So, yeah. Tom will be an interesting guest. And then the Sixers, to sum up the... Oh, sorry, Sixers and the Thunder to wrap up the international. So the Sixers have got Carlos Braithwaite, the big West Indian. He he should um whack a few bombs. Tom Curran, the Englishman, he'll bat at seven or eight, give it a whack, and he's um, one of the best best death bowlers in the world. And then James Vince as well, who's making a name he's for himself. He's been around. He played the Ashes too, not too long ago, James Vince. So. Yes. Uh, Thunder, Sam Billings. Alex Hale, so they they give it a bit of a whack. And then Adam Milne from New Zealand. I haven't heard a lot about Adam Milne, Jacko. No, I don't know a lot about him, but, again, looking forward to seeing what he brings to the table in the BBL. Good exposure for these guys coming out and playing the competition. Uh, it's a national, uh, internationally wide, you know, broadcasted league. Uh, it gets a lot of popularity. So, yeah, looking forward to 
seeing what they bring to the table, Dylan. The Big Bash will be back before we know it. So, and we'll uh, we'll have plenty of games in Melbourne uh, mid to late January. So, looking forward to that, mate. Now the Boxing Day test, forty thousand people. They should just it yes. should be uncapped now. We've got no well, cases. Let well, them in. Well, it's, let's it's, run them up. It's still at twenty five, I think. But there's talk. Talk it'll go to G. One of the MCC are pushing for forty. Now, probably day four and five. Usually, you're probably getting forty. Yeah. Day one, two, and it's, depending what happens, day busy. three, you're getting against India, probably the second biggest crowd other than the Ashes, you're getting uh, 80. 80. Yeah, they should and call then well probably the six, 80 through to 60,000 across the. Yep. Uh, to day three. So. 80 uh, to 60, 60 to 80. 60 to 80. Well, 80 first day. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's right. Yeah, it all depends on weather and uh, how the game's going. Without Virat Cole, he's a big yes, loss. It is a big it's loss. not ideal, but. Um, now, we've got a one-day coming up Friday, which is only two days away. Looking forward to that. It'll be interesting to see what side they pick there. And, um, yeah, what Langer does. If he, You know, guys have been stuck in quarantine coming back from the IPL. Yes, um, well, I listened to something today, and the half the state, they're not training altogether yet. No, nah, the the they're still stuck still, in 14-day quarantine. Yeah, so, so they'll be straight into it. Um, try, I think they're out on potentially Thursday. Yep. Tomorrow, I think. And yeah, one day of training and straight into the straight into the game Friday. But I'd, I'd say they have a fair idea of who's playing and who's not playing. Oh, they'd have the side picked already. One day cricket. There's no sort of wait till the same side as what we've seen for the last year or so. Um, Warner Finch, Labuschagne Smith. It's not a bad top um, order, is it? Whether or not they go Cameron Green, Matthew Wade, Maxwell. Uh, I, think I think Alex Carey will play. Carey, so. Carey will be at six or seven. Maxwell in there, and then probably Stark. Zampa, Hazelwood, yeah. Cummins, probably, or yeah, maybe, probably, maybe Richardson. That'll be your bowling lineup. Um, so, yeah, mate, looking forward to that. It'll be good. Um, as you said, the first one day leading into a big summer of cricket. We're a month away from Christmas. I can't believe that already. Oh, it's flying. The, years have, the year is flown by. Um, now, we're just waiting on Tom, our guest, to join us. Hopefully, Tom will be able to join us soon. But um, he's just been, as you said, down uh, having a net. We'll ask him a few questions. Um, what he wants to say um, about Bomb Beach, mate. So we'll get we'll get Tom with us shortly. I don't know how he's tracking. He's just taking the pads off. Um, yeah, we, and he's just joined us, I believe. Tommy. How are you, boys? I'm on. Tommy, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, mate. Our first guest. Yeah, no worries. Good to be on. Thanks for having me. That's all right, mate. Now, mate, you were just telling the, the loyal listeners you just uh, had a net on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. How would you hit them? Uh, to be honest, I hit him pretty, pretty ropey to start with, which is, uh, you know, pretty common for me, I suppose. And then head coach Shane uh, Hesline got me hitting him all right towards the end, which is always a positive sign leading into the weekend. And, and mate, a, a bit of a disappointing result on the weekend. Um, who are we look, who are we playing this week and how are we looking down at Shark Park? Yeah, very disappointing result, obviously, on the weekend. Um, on, a, on a really good wicket, actually, at Bonnie, so... Um, credit to the groundsman, Pete Hogan. He did a great job getting a good deck up, and unfortunately, the batters couldn't really uh, back him up there. But we got a tough game this weekend against Bowie. Always have a good game against those guys. Um, they got three or four really good players. Obviously, Miller, who's a ex-district first-team player, um, Sam Coates as well, and then Chris Hall's been around the around the scene for quite a while. So three really good players there, and then a couple of good youngsters. So that should be a really good game this weekend. And all the boys are looking forward to trying to bounce back and uh, put in a performance that uh, warrants first eleven standards. Can we see Tom Reeves in the side after his 100, mate? Is oh, I can't, 
can't give anything away. Uh, but <laughs> Tommy Reeves is uh, Tommy Reeves is certainly putting his hand up for uh, for selection at some point this year. He started the year really well, fifty in a practice game, and and obviously a hundred um, hundred Saturday ball counts a very very good hundred chance of hundred. So good that he's putting pressure on the boys for sure. Now, Tommy, first winter you've had in, I believe, seven years this year, and you've got you've been stuck down under in Australia, and it's uh, not as bad as a winter back home for you, but your first winter in seven years, how was it, and how are you feeling going into the season now after after a long lock-up winter? Um, yeah, it was a long winter, wasn't it, to be fair, with all the COVID stuff. Um, yeah, obviously not being able to work was, was not ideal, but being able to help the club is just get some grants and things like that was able to fill out a bit of time in my day. Um, yeah. But it's been quite nice on the body to have a bit of a rest after all those back-to-back seasons. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, leading into this year, um, obviously on the back of a fairly disappointing year as a side last year and, and personally as well. It's obviously pretty exciting to feel pretty refreshed and, and hopefully give it a good crack this season. That's the way, mate. And, mate, for the people that don't know, you ran 188Ks in nine days back in uh, May. Talk us through that and, you know, what brought that on. Pretty fair effort. Um, it's fair to probably, say. Probably uh, rather not be reminded of that, Jacko. The <laughs> body's just recovered. Um, I'm sore thinking about it. <laughs> no. um, yeah, obviously ran it to, to try and generate some funds for the club um, who were going through a little bit of a hard time. Like most sporting clubs through through COVID, we had stuff planned at the end of last season that all got cancelled and we had liquor orders and stuff that were that were already paid. So um, all that went off, which is not a good thing at Bomb Beach. There's a few uh, big drinkers that wouldn't have been too happy about that. Um, <laughs> So, very good, you know, very good social club down there. Yeah, so I just decided to to run all the all the clubs runs um, myself stupidly and did it over nine days. So yeah, worked out about twenty one k a day, I think, and I loaded up obviously top heavy as you boys know. You were down there running with me, so yeah, just for um, the listeners yeah. don't know you were you were fully padded, pads, helmet, gloves, bat, the whole lot. Now the first, I think, first two days you said Tom you were tracking it on Strava, however. Strava didn't, it wasn't accounting all your, the right distances. So you probably ran more than your 21 in the first two days. Is that right? Yeah, I think the first I did 27. And I reckon I, I'm positive I did about 31. Um, <laughs> it wasn't registering. I had a few people doing it on the iPhone and um, on the Apple Watches. And it was all regular. It was all showing different um, different distances. But yeah, look at it. What's an extra 4K when you've done 188? <laughs> exactly. And the right. funds, mate. Was there a figure there? I oh, know it was a fair bit. It was a great effort for what you did. Yeah, I think um, it was around eight and a half. I think eight and a half thousand dollars. Um, which yeah, certainly went a long way to to fixing up. You know, some of the outstanding payments. Um, and then we were lucky as well. We we Bryce O'Connor got us into a sports bet competition where we got a racehorse. Um, a battler. Some, yeah, <laughs> in the battler that raised us some uh, much needed funds as well. We actually got a new roller from that. Um, so, yeah, you know, people from the outside might have seen it as a bit of a money spin, but it, it certainly wasn't. It was all these things have been put to all these all the all these finances have been put to good use for sure. Now, Tommy, going back to your, your early days, talk us through what you sort of did as a young kid back home. I know you obviously were um, at boarding school. Um, how did this sort of living away from home at such a young age, how did that sort of shape you as, a, as the person you are now and, and as a cricketer as well? And what sort of drove you to become uh, such a pro or pro when you were at that at that, that young age? Um, yeah, I went away to boarding school when I was like 13. I mean, my boarding school was only sort of 45 minutes away or 30 minutes away from home, so it wasn't too far. Yeah. Um, but that I think being away from your parents at a young, younger age really sets you up for the sort of lifestyle I live now where 
being away. I've been away now from my parents for, well, I saw them at Christmas, but, you know, generally speaking, probably about a year and a half. And, yeah. you know, now with the FaceTime and Skype and all that available, it's not as hard as some people might might think it is, especially now, seven years in, I'm fairly used to it. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, from a general perspective of, you know, sort of pro cricket and whatever, it, you spend quite a lot of time away as well. You're away for, you know, Monday to Friday, sometimes playing three or four day cricket. So being on the road sort of, you know, become quite common, I suppose, for me. It's a regular occurrence. Uh, great stuff, mate. Now the Sharks, uh, one and one. Uh, I'm assuming finals are, uh, you know, uh, that's what you aim for this year. What, what what can we expect from you boys in the first 11? Yeah, for sure. Finals is what everybody wants to play for. That's why you play. Um, look, obviously, it's been a bit of a rebuilding phase. Obviously, last year certainly didn't go to plan, but but as a whole, on a, on a whole note, I suppose, but um, you look across and down the grades, I think there were four sides that made finals, um, which is encouraging. And, and also, there were a few standout individual performances. Bryce O'Connor had a great year. Um, and, and, you know, Jack Bailey really developed last year. Um, and there's some other guys as well that I'm sure I forget. So, um, this year, yeah, certainly aiming to make finals. I know there's a few guys, including myself, with the bat that want to stand up this year. Um, and, you know, I think Dan Mueller's really putting in some performances to start off, especially with the bat. He's really keen on having a good year after having a few games missed last year due to injury. Um, and just with it being a shortened season and obviously not as many imports, um, obviously, like we mentioned, Tommy Reeves, there'll be a lot of opportunities for, for homegrown youngsters to, to play first 11 and get a bit of a taste for it. So quite an exciting year in general. Oh, great stuff, mate. And you were able to keep a killer. Uh, you keep a batsman who's a pretty handy player. He's living here locally. That's you know counts as probably an import, which is great. Yeah, he's still around now. He's gone into his this is his third season with us. He's, you know, without a doubt the best wicket keeper in the competition. He's sensational behind the stumps. Um, you know, again, he's probably someone who hasn't quite got the runs that he he's capable of getting um last year. And I I'm pretty sure the way he's been hitting them in the nets this year so far that he'll um he'll come good for us this year. You know, he looked promising for round one and then he, you know, copped a dodgy decision. Um and and then he played one of his expansive shots and picked out the one man on the leg side boundary on Saturday. But yeah, we're all right behind a killer and, you know, we're going to back him in. He's shown faith in us for three years, so we'll certainly be giving him every opportunity to come good. So Now, going back home again, you've got a pretty uh, pretty impressive CV. Um, one, I believe, one first 11 county game for Glamorgan. Uh, uh, yep. Gloucestershire Academy from under Gloucester third. or Gloucester? Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. <laughs> yeah, Gloucester sounds better, Dale. I like it. Yeah, we'll go with, we'll go with Gloucester. Um, so from under 13 through to under 17s and then the second 11 and obviously the uh, MCC young cricketers as well. So And the big one, sub. you got a uh, chance to subfield for England. Um, now how, what was the best highlight of well those things? And talk us through a bit about each of those. Oh, those achievements and those teams and games and whatnot? Um, I think my favourite achievement, you know, I've obviously become a bit of a Bomb Beach man through and through, is probably winning the flag with, with Bomb Beach in the T20 or, or the one day. Obviously, we haven't quite got the two-day flag yet, but played in a few finals. Um, but, yeah, I think probably the most exciting for me would probably have been um, replacing Kumar Sankara in 2016 in the Emirates T20 Cup for the full MCC side against, uh, who was it against? Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. And I was wearing his kit, which is pretty small. I'm not the biggest of blokes, but Kumar Sankara is a fairly uh, small bloke. 
So, cameraman, the cameraman would have been having some weird looks on his face. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we're not quite the same. Um, no, I'm quite. certainly a better batter. He might be a better. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Um, thanks for joining us, Tommy, and our first guest on Off the Long Run. So, um, thanks for joining us, mate, and uh, all the best on Saturday. And we wish you well. And I'm sure we'll um, we'll have you back on the show at a later date. but uh, Hopefully when Bomb Beach win the flag. So. <laughs> no, thanks it. for coming on, Tommy. We appreciate your time, mate. No problems at all, boys. Go well for the rest of the uh, of the series, and I'm sure I might even catch up with you this evening. Uh, that's a massive chance. Thanks, <laughs> no Tom. worries. Go well, Tom, boys. See you later. Buddy. Tom Smith there. Uh, thanks for joining us there. Tommy, the Bomb Beach First Eleven captain, a fantastic guy, and great advocate for local cricket uh, in Melbourne and the Bayside Comp. So we appreciate him uh, jumping on the link after having a net deal. So... Mate, we're just about done, I believe. Uh, yeah, just about, about ready to wrap, wrap it up. up. We've um, covered most, most things happening. We've got through, it... got through another episode. We'll have a good guest next week. If it's not Damien Wright, I'll try and get Luke Wells or maybe Matt Prosser from Langwarren. Yes, Plenty of contacts. So. Prosser has another uh, day out on Saturday and takes another bag. We might, we have might to... we'll definitely get Matt on. So. Um, um, between now and Monday, we've got the Aussies playing two one days. Yes, so Friday and Sunday. So I think we have a few jars Friday Sunday. I'm not doing anything. Watch that game. So plenty to be plenty to. Um, Tom's still on the mic. <laughs> Tommy's still on. Sorry about the um, interference. Um, we might see if we can mute him, but we'll wrap it up. So thanks everyone for uh, for tuning in. Yep, we've got rid of Tom. Got rid of Tom um, episode two in the books, and we'll be back next week uh, for episode three off the long run. Thanks again, Dil. Thanks, Jacko. Over and out. And good luck on Saturday to everyone. You too.